Chapter 5 Reasons for Repentance I will move next to the reasons that enforce repentance. 1. God's Sovereign Command God is now proclaiming to mankind that all people everywhere are to repent. Acts 17, verse 30. Repentance is not optional. It is not left to our choice whether or not we will repent, but it is an indispensable command. God has enacted a law in the high court of heaven that no sinner will be saved except the repenting sinner, and he will not break his own law. Even if all the angels stood before God and begged for the life of an unrepenting person, God would not grant it. The Lord God, compassionate and merciful, who keeps faithfulness for thousands, will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. Exodus 34, verses 6-7 through Though God is more full of mercy than the sun is of light, still He will not forgive a sinner while He goes on in His guilt. He will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. 2. The pure nature of God will not allow communion with an unrepentant creature. Until the sinner repents, he and God cannot be friends. Wash yourselves, make yourselves clean, Isaiah 1 verse 16. Go, soak yourselves in the salty waters of repentance. Then, says God, I will meet with you. Come now and let us debate your case, Isaiah 1 verse 18. But otherwise, do not come near me. What does light have in common with darkness? 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14. How can the righteous God indulge him who continues in his trespasses? I will not acquit the guilty, Exodus 23 verse 7. If God could be at peace with the sinner before he repents, then God would seem to like and approve of everything that sinner has done. He would go against his own holiness. It is inconsistent with the sanctity of God's nature to pardon a sinner while he is in the act of rebellion. Number 3. Sinners continuing in unrepentance are out of Christ's commission. See his commission. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, Isaiah 61, verse 1. Christ is a prince and savior, but not to save men in a universal way, regardless of whether they repent. If Christ ever brings men to heaven, it will be through the gates of repentance. He is the one whom God exalted to his right hand as a prince and a savior, to grant repentance, Acts 5, verse 31. As a king pardons rebels if they repent and turn themselves over to the mercy of their prince, but not if they persist in open defiance. 4. We have wronged God by our sin. Our repentance carries justice with it. We have by sin wronged God. We have eclipsed his honor. We have infringed his law and we should reasonably make him some reparation. By repentance, we humble and judge ourselves for sin. We agree that God would be righteous if he destroyed us, and so we give glory to God and do what we can to repair his honor. 5. If God decided to save men without repentance, making no discrimination, then by this rule he must save all. 
he should save not only men, but also devils, as Origen once held. And so consequently the decrees of election and condemnation must fall to the ground. All of you can judge how diametrically opposed this is to sacred writings. There are two sorts of people who will find it harder to repent than others. A. Those who have sat for a long time under the ministry of God's Word, and yet they have not grown any better. The ground that drinks in the rain but yields thorns and thistles is close to being cursed. Hebrews 6, verse 8. There is little hope for the metal that has lain for a long time in the fire but is not melted and refined. When God has sent his ministers one after another, exhorting and persuading men to leave their sins, but they settle for stagnant formality and can fall asleep during a sermon, it will be hard for these people ever to be brought to repentance. They should fear, in case Christ should say to them, as he once said to the fig tree, No longer shall there ever be any fruit from you. Matthew 21, verse 19. B. Those who have sinned frequently against the convictions of the Word, the checks of their own conscience, and the movements of the Spirit. Conscience has stood as the angel with the flaming sword in his hand. It has said, Do not do this great evil. But these sinners have not listened to the voice of conscience. They have marched on resolvedly under the devil's banner. These people will not find it easy to repent. They have been with those who rebel against the light. Job 24, verse 13. It is one thing to sin because of a lack of light. It is another thing to sin against light. Here the unpardonable sin begins to take root. Men begin by sinning against the light of conscience, and they proceed gradually to showing contempt for the Spirit of grace. A warning to the unrepentant. This warning serves to sharply admonish all unrepenting sinners whose hearts seem to be carved out of a rock and are like the dry and stony ground in the parable. This disease, I fear, is epidemic. No one repented of his wickedness. Jeremiah 8, verse 6. Men's hearts are marbled into hardness. They also made their hearts as hard as a diamond. Zechariah 7, verse 12. They are not at all dissolved into a repentant posture. It is a popular opinion that witches never weep. I am sure that those who have no grief for sin are spiritually bewitched by Satan. We read that when Christ came to Jerusalem, he began to reprimand the cities because they did not repent. Matthew 11, verse 20. And could he not reprimand many now for their unrepentance? God's heart is broken with their sins, yet their hearts are not broken. They say as Israel did, I have loved strangers, and I will walk after them. Jeremiah 2, verse 25. God's justice, like an angel, stands with a drawn sword in its hand, ready to strike. But sinners do not have eyes as good as Balaam's donkey to be able to see the sword. God strikes men's backs, but they do not, as Ephraim did, slap their own thigh. Jeremiah 31, verse 19. It was a sad complaint that the prophet took up. You have struck them, but they did not weaken. Jeremiah 5, verse 3. 
Silver is clearly tainted if it becomes harder, not softer, in the furnace. Now during the time of his distress, this same king Ahaz became even more unfaithful to the Lord. Second Chronicles 28 verse 22 A hard heart is a vessel for Satan. Just as God has two places he dwells in, heaven and a humble heart, so the devil has two places he dwells in, hell and a hard heart. It is not falling into water that causes a person to drown, but staying in it. It is not falling into sin that damns, but staying in it without repentance. Seared in their own conscience, as with a branding iron, 1 Timothy 4, verse 2. Hardness of heart results in the end in the conscience being seared. Men have silenced their consciences, and God has seared them. And now he lets them sin and does not punish. Where will you be stricken again as you continue in your rebellion? Isaiah 1 verse 5 As a father gives up on correcting a child whom he intends to disinherit.